A Look and Read Book by Andrew Davies Chapter 9 Panic on the Lake When Barker and Deal got back to the ponies, Mick was waiting for them. He was angry. You told me they would be sold as riding ponies, he shouted. Ah, more money and meat, said Deal, grinning. I'm going to let them go then, said Mick. Better not try, said Deal, lifting his big stick. Mick couldn't fight the two men on his own, so he got on his motorbike and raced along the road. Do you think you'll go to the police? asked Deal. Not him, said Barker. He's the only one who caught the ponies for us, isn't he? He can't do anything about it now. Mick didn't know what to do. He didn't know where the children were, but he was sure they were in trouble somewhere. Now he knew what Barker and Deal wanted to do with the ponies, he had to find a way to stop them. But how? There was only one person who could help now. Much later, Norman reached the lake. His ankle was better, but he had lost the track and couldn't see Debbie or Kieran anywhere. But there was a wooden hut. Maybe there was someone there who had seen something. He knocked on the door. Hello, he said. Anyone in? Yes, let us out, yelled Debbie and Kieran. Norman pulled back the bolt and opened the door. Quick! said Debbie. We've got to get across the lake again. But it was too far to go right round the lake on foot. But by the shore there was a rowing boat. I can row. I've got a book about boats, said Norman. Come on. Mick rowed as fast as he could to the badgerman's hut. He raced up to him on his bike, all out of breath. Quick, he said. Pony rustlers, You've got help. I went to cross tour with the police, said the badger man. No one there. You went to the wrong place, said Mick. They're in the wood, by the lake. Get the police again and come as quickly as you can. Where exactly, said Mr North. You'll see, shouted Mick. And he started his motorbike and rode off again. Norman did really know about boats. He made Debbie and Kieran put life jackets on. Then he started to row over to the other side of the lake. Norman was a good rower, but the wind was rather strong and there was a current in the water. At the end of the lake there was a dam, and on the other side of the dam was a big drop. The boat was halfway across before the children saw how near to the dam they were. Pull with your right oar, Norman! 
shouted Debbie. I'm trying to. It's it's this wind, yelled Norman. We're too close to the dam, shouted Kieran. We'll go over the top if we don't do something. Then they heard the sound of a motorbike getting nearer. Chapter 10 Stripey the Super Badger Help! shouted the children. Mick, we're going to go over the dam! Norman was doing his best to pull on the oars, but they were getting nearer to the dam all the time. Hold on! shouted Mick as he drove his motorbike towards the lake. He found a life belt with a long rope. Mick threw the life belt and Kieran grabbed it. Just in time. The boat was nearly going over the edge, but Mick pulled hard and held it steady. Then he pulled it back to the shore. They were safe. Thanks, Mick. You saved our lives, said Norman. Never mind about that, said Mick. We've got to save the ponies. Hurry up. They ran to where they'd seen Barker and Deal with the ponies. Norman was hopping and limping, trying to keep up. Would they get there in time? None of them saw Stripey the Badger trotting through the trees after them. We're too late, groaned Debbie. Look! Barker and Deal were standing by the big van, pushing ponies into it. We'll have a go! said Mick, and he ran down the hill straight at Barker and Deal. Deal with him, Mr Deal, cried Barker. My pleasure, Mr Barker, said Deal. Mick was a strong boy, but Deal was much bigger and stronger. Anybody else want to try, said Barker, grinning. Me, yelled Kieran, and rushed at him, but Barker threw him down easily. That's that then, said Barker. We'd better be going now. Very nice to meet you all. Then he heard grunting and sniffling. He turned around. It was Stripey the Badger. Oh, good, he said. I've always wanted a stuffed badger. Lemme a stick, Mr Deal. I'll knock it on the head. But he did not know how strong and fierce a badger can be. As Barker came towards him with the stick, Stripey went for him and knocked him head over heels. Help! Help! cried Barker in a trembly voice. Deal let go of Mick and went to help, but he stopped when he saw Stripey's fierce face and sharp white teeth. The two other men had seen enough too. They ran off into the trees. Then Debbie heard the sound of a car. It was the police. Then the badger man and Jane Miles arrived. Well done, all of you, said the badger man. You've saved the ponies. Not us, really, said Debbie. It was Stripey, the super badger. 
It was nearly the end of the holiday. Jay Miles and the Badger Man took the children deep into a secret wood. Quiet, said the Badger Man. They heard grunting and snuffling. Then they saw him. Stripey the Super Badger was with his new family. He had gone back into the wild. Stripey, called Debbie softly. He stopped and looked at her with his friendly black eyes. Then he trotted off to his real family. Debbie knew now that he would never be her pet. He had his own mate now, his real badger girl. And she would go back to her own family and the chip shop and the space invaders. Bye, stripey mate. See you next year. your feet